0: Hey, what's up? This is Kat Jones, your host. Today is January 12th, 2020. I want to take down the Reagan administration yet again, and this is Queer All Year. What's up, everyone? It's Kat Jones, your host, and I am here with my sound producer and brother, Mick G. Tear down that wall. Well, we have to build the wall first before we tear it down. Like I said, today is January twelfth, twenty twenty, and we have some stuff to talk about. I'm gonna talk about Ronald Reagan and the AIDS crisis, and you guys are gonna get an earful. So get ready for that. Before we talk about Reagan, I'm gonna do some stuff that's way better than Reagan, which is talk about our social media. You should be following our Facebook page, which is Queer All Year Pod. Or just search Queer All Year on Facebook, you'll find us. Our group is Queer All Year Fam. It could be Queer All Year Pod Fam. Just Google it. There's nothing else out there called Queer All Year, as you can probably guess. Uh, Our Twitter and Instagram are both at Queer All Year Pod, and we are that on all the other social meds. I hate that term. I think I say that every time. Uh, our Patreon is finally up and it's amazing if you want to be amazing and if you think this free project is worth a little bit of a tip, we would love if you would go to patreon.com slash queer all year, check out all our tiers, we love anything, there's a one dollar tier out there and you get kind of a surprise, everybody, it's pretty good. But if you are one of the first ten people to donate twenty dollars or more, you will get it. A- Big surprise, and I'm not going to tell you what it is until we get our first donor. If you don't want to find us on the social meds, but you do want to get updates, you can check out our website, which is queerallyearpod.lgbt, which is the coolest domain name ever. It has gone down a couple times. I am getting it back up and I am working with IT to stop it. Um, the biggest thing you can do for us is is to subscribe share and give us five-star reviews if you think it's important for queer history to be a bigger part of actual history which you know we do then we need your help to spread the word so by subscribing you give us more downloads which helps people think we have credibility if you give us a five-star review that bumps us up on the ratings which gets more people to see us and if you share Then we get more people subscribing and giving us five-star reviews. Now, five-star reviews, again, really important. If you give us a four-star review, it doesn't count. I don't know why. So even if you have constructive criticism for us, but you still think we're worthwhile, give us a five-star review. Put your criticism in the review because I will read it or put it on the Facebook group so other people can say they agree or they disagree or we can start some sort of dialogue there but five star reviews are really the only thing that matters to at least apple and we want to get seen you know i bet you want us to be seen i really hope because you're listening to us maybe a lot of people have been starting to tell me that they think the project is really important and that makes me feel really great and so i'm hoping that you out there who think it is really important will help us grow help us get out there i think it's really important i'm about to talk about the aids crisis and then i will probably do a much deeper dive into the aids crisis later which we all know is important so please help us get out there so more people hear at least that episode now before i get into the meaty stuff about aids and reagan and all that kind of thing Um, I'm just going to mention that Dynasty started on this date in history. If you don't know what that is, I'm not surprised. If you do know what it is, you probably love it. I think that's just how the demographic goes. Dynasty was a primetime soap opera, and it supposedly has the first gay character on TV. Now, I know we talked about the PBS documentary that had the first gay person on TV, but he was a real person. This is a character. He was called Stephen Carrington. I think they changed the actor several times. He identified as homosexual. He had relationships with both men and women, and so he's seen as a little controversial today in terms of his sexuality, but it was dynasty, and at the time, we didn't know anything about anything. So, sure, he was gay and not buy or pan or anything else now we're going to get into the AIDS section of this terrible story um, on this day in history the gay men's health crisis was formed which was originally formed by Nathan Fane, Larry Kramer, Lawrence Mass, Paul Popham, Paul Rappaport hopefully I pronounced that right and Edmund White And they all got together, I believe, at Larry Kramer's place, and they were like, what are we going to do about all of us dying? There are so many people dying, and we don't know why. So they formed the Gay Men's Health Crisis to combat what was being called gay cancer at the time, and to raise money for research, even though there really was not much research being done. So... I'm talking about AIDS in a broader sense right now because you kind of have to understand the political climate we were in, the just anti-anything-that-wasn't-straight-climate and I think a lot of people, now older people, like by older people I mean older than me definitely were affected by the AIDS crisis in terrible ways I personally am 31, so I really only have heard of it secondhand through other people. So I'm trying to be like a third-hand source, I suppose. But I personally have friends who had friends who died in the AIDS crisis, and it is very traumatizing for them. So I want to talk about it, and I definitely don't want to just have one episode. We're probably going to talk about it more than once. But so... The um, GMHC, which is the Gay Men's Health Crisis, it still exists, and you should go check them out and maybe donate to them if you like what they're doing. They um, are one of the biggest AIDS service organizations in the U.S. They want to end AIDS, um, and hopefully they're doing well at that. I didn't have a lot of time to research their statistics, but I have heard of them, so I know that they are definitely reaching a lot of people. Now, Larry Kramer ended up leaving the group to form ACT UP, which you may have heard of if you know about the AIDS crisis, or you may have heard of if you are a disgusting thespian like I am and you like rent, even though I don't really like rent, which makes me a terrible person. Um, He left to start ACT UP because he said that GMHC uh, just liked to sit back and assumed that AIDS would go away if they ignored it, which is clearly no longer the case but at the time you really did have to be pretty militant because the epidemic was considered a joke especially to the reagan administration and here we get to reagan and i love yelling about reagan so um we actually have to give credit to journalist lester kinsolving i hope that's how you pronounce his name for bringing up the topic at every single white house press conference that i know of so And because of it, everyone made jokes when he asked the press secretary about it. They would make jokes about his sexuality. And so one quote he has is, Does the president have any reaction to the announcement by the Center for Disease Control in Atlanta that AIDS is now an epidemic in over 600 cases? And later, Kinsolving had to inform the press secretary, Larry Speaks, as to what AIDS was and that it was being called a gay plague at which the press pool lost their minds with laughter and so when they stopped laughing he told them that over a third of people with AIDS were dying and asked speaks the press secretary if the president was aware his response was quote I don't have it do you clearly mocking the journalist by questioning his sexuality and the press pool lost their minds laughing again. And so speaking of Reagan and his administration, Reagan was not addressing it at all. Just famously, we are very angry at Reagan for not addressing it. He ignored it when it was first identified in 1981. He ignored it when it was called a plague. He ignored it when Rock Hudson died, really, who was one of his best friends. He ignored the skyrocketing deaths. He finally said the word in 1985, and then he decided to say in a press conference in 1985, that kids with AIDS maybe shouldn't go to school because they might touch each other and give each other AIDS. And he thought that was a good thing to say out loud in a press conference, although our current president sometimes says strange things too. Now, when it comes back to Larry Kramer, who was one of the founders of GMHC and the ACT UP movement, he um, was a bit criticized for being quiet and for leaving And he has this amazing speech where people are just talking over each other at this conference type thing. And he yells out, Plague! And the whole place just drops quiet. And he keeps talking about how it's a plague and they're being ignored. They are being killed by the government for not getting medicine, for not having research. And we're out here squabbling about how we should best get people to wear condoms and things like that, which is important, but it is a plague that was not being addressed and is still really not being addressed the way it should be. And with that, I am referencing true crime obsessed episode 36, which is one of my favorite podcasts ever. And they review the documentary how to Survive a Plague, and that quote is used in there, and it made me cry. I was crying the whole episode. Go listen to that podcast. It's wonderful. Um, another one that I really like, and McGee will probably agree with me, Behind the Bastards, one of my favorite podcasts, talked about Reagan in episodes 25 and 26, and it's amazing because you get to hear all about Nancy Reagan's psychic and how Reagan wouldn't do anything without the psychic, so I wonder if that had something to do with the fact that he wouldn't talk about AIDS, which makes me want to go strangle the psychic, even though I'm pretty sure she's dead. Now, another thing I'm going to say, and this is another one of those conspiracy theories which I like, is that AIDS was created in Jonestown, the place where Jim Jones killed what was it 900 people with Kool-Aid except it was Flavor-Aid and it's not a funny joke you guys it's not funny but there's a conspiracy theory that the government was using it to test out AIDS and when the senator went down to see what was going on they knew it was going to be released and they had to kill everyone And so that conspiracy theory comes from Transmissions from Jonestown, and I think it's episode four. If you listen to that podcast, it's amazing. It has a lot of information, but you will start to feel like maybe you're crazy because you might start to believe some of it because it's all presented as fact, even though there are about 12 different conspiracy theories, and I really like it, and I think you should at least listen to the one about AIDS being started in Jonestown because it's it's ridiculous and probably kind of irrelevant to this conversation, but it's pretty out there and fun to listen to. Now, I didn't know that Reagan was an actor until I hit about college, which is probably pretty sad. So McGee, did you know anything about Reagan? Well, Reagan doesn't care about gay people. Oh, that's true. Um, yeah, uh, well, our family was pretty conservative. I mean, not our immediate family. Mom didn't like to talk about politics to us as a kid, but uh, I know that Dad really supported Reagan. We grew up thinking he was a great president, but, um, yeah, later out I found out that he ruined our economy, he started a futile war on drugs, and he attempted, well, maybe not openly attempted, but had no remorse at seeing... Um, the gay minority almost eradicated. I, I want nothing... to jump in here and say that I did not know Dad supported Reagan. Well, Dad, Dad thought Reaganomics was a solid plan. Yeah. Um, he's he's just into the the economics side of it. I don't think that he realized what was going on in the country in terms of civil rights. Well, I don't think a lot of people were aware of. AIDS and all that kind of thing for quite a while, and that might have been because our president wasn't talking about it. Now, we're all going to learn more about Reagan when I do a deep dive into him. Right now, I just want to recommend you go listen to those podcasts that I listed, um, and go watch the documentary How to Survive a Plague. It's amazing. You'll cry. You'll feel empowered. You'll realize the shoulders of the giants that we are standing on. I also know I didn't do a great job of going into the history of AIDS and HIV in this episode, and that's because this episode can't be an hour and a half long. So I will also be doing a deep dive into that, and Reagan, of course, will come into that. Until then, just remember to keep speaking out, speaking up to any injustice you see, any ignorance or silence, because you are important and you are